Are you walking a hard but beautiful journey? Are you sitting in a space that you never thought you'd be? Have you experienced infertility, a miscarriage, adoption? Or are you parenting kids with a behavioral disability? Have these struggles put unbearable strains on your relationships? Or have you struggled with your mental health? I have experienced all of this. My husband and I struggled with infertility and fought for our three beautiful children, our miracles. We went through the struggles, the pain, and the financial burden of IVF in order to have these incredible children. And that journey was so freaking hard. We felt like failures and we felt alone in our struggle. And now, all three of our children have been diagnosed with ADHD, ODD, and anxiety disorders. And if possible, that has been even more challenging. Again, we have felt alone, confused, like we were bad parents, like we were being judged at every turn. It has tested our marriage. It has broke me many times to the point of two complete mental breakdowns. So, if you are experiencing this, please know you are not alone. That's why I've created this safe space for you, so that we can together find the education, resources, support, mentorship, inspiration, and more that we need to grow on this hard yet beautiful journey. Because at the end of it all, I wouldn't trade a second of what I went through because these children, our marriage, our family, and my mental health is worth fighting for. I'm also here to remind you that telling your story is part of the journey. Someone in your life, someone in the world needs to hear it, and I will be encouraging you along the way to tell your story. I'm Tiffany Vaughn. I'm so grateful you're here. It's time to walk your own hard, beautiful journey. Hey there, welcome back to Hard Beautiful Journey. This is Tiffany Vaughn and you are here for episode 12. Today, James and I are going to be talking about a topic that is very dear to my heart and that is the topic of sleep. Anyone who knows me really well knows that sleep and I are tight, like we are best friends. I love sleeping. I love napping, resting, all of the above. James and I have been married 17 years this year. And if there is one thing that has caused the most arguments in our marriage, it would probably be my inability to have good sleep because yeah, he's a snorer and not the quiet variety either. For many years, 15 or so to be exact, I have been gently and not so gently giving him nudges, kicks, snarky comments for him to just stop snoring. And then I am a miserable bear in the morning and for pretty much the rest of the day as well. And then I heard two words that came from the heavenly angels, sleep divorce. What in the heck is sleep divorce? Well, sleep divorce is when a couple chooses to sleep apart in order to get a good, good night's sleep. And this might mean they sleep in separate beds in the same room, 
or it could be they sleep in separate rooms altogether. So why do couples choose to do this? Well, it could be due again to snoring, or one person may like to read with a light on for hours and hours and hours. One person might like to watch TV when they fall asleep, or they're just somebody that tosses and turns all night. But let's be clear, taking a sleep divorce doesn't mean you can't spend quality intimate time every night on the same bed. It is for the time when you want to get some good hours of sleep without being disturbed. Little did I know that this was a real thing and something that is actually happening more and more. It's been discussed in such high profile media outlets like Good Housekeeping, Today, Psychology Today, New York Times, etc. There are also high profile celebrities that have also started talking about it more openly. And just recently, Carson Daly from um, The Voice and you name it, he's talked about it how him and his wife have officially sleep divorced and it's been for the betterment of their marriage. It was easy for James and I to try a sleep divorce as we do have a spare bedroom for guests in our house, so we decided to give it a try. Coming up, I sit down with James to talk about this a little bit more and see what his thoughts are on our decision to sleep apart and how it has affected our marriage. Hey, James. Hi, Tiffany. Glad to be back. Thanks for coming back and being on the podcast. Thanks for not kicking me out this time. You're welcome. (laughs) You are welcome. Um, Today, we are talking about sleep divorce. And I would like for us to just have an open conversation about how we both feel about deciding to do what we've decided to do in terms of sleeping and how you think it's affected our marriage, and how I think it's affected our marriage. So, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Yes! So, I don't know, it's been about a year and a half. Yeah, I think the sleeps have been better. Um, By that, I mean, I think you sleep better, so (laughs) that seems to be important. So, um, but no, us being, I mean, you say a snore... Uh, you're not the only one that says I snore, so I have to assume that you're correct. Um, but you got your own little your own little things that you do where I don't always sleep that great. So I think all in all, it's been it's been good. Um, it's not like either one of us um, has been able to have a bed by themselves because, of course, we have children that don't like to sleep in their own beds. We seem to have gotten. Avery over the uh, hump because she's at that age now where she doesn't want to be around us. Uh, but the other two boys uh, still like sleeping with their parents. And, you know, it's 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 nice that they still want to do that. So mm-hmm. um, and honestly, they don't take up that much space. But I didn't have a good sleep last night because Dylan was laying crossways. So I moved and all of a sudden my legs were on top of his head. Uh, I tried to get him to move. He wouldn't move. Um, so I readjusted. So I didn't have the best of sleeps, but mm-hmm. uh, realistically, as long as you had a good sleep, that's all that matters. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah, that was a little sarcasm there. Yeah, definitely sarcastic. So it started, like James said, about a year and a half ago, and I was the one to move to a different bedroom. And it was quite literally just because I could not sleep with the snoring. I just couldn't. And I'm a very, very light sleeper. 
James is a pretty deep sleeper when you do fall into sleep. And so I tried gently saying, you know, quit it. Quit snoring, quit snoring, and then you would just get angry and mad. And Oh, you took it further than that. You'd kick and you'd hit. <laughs> You're a lot meaner than you think you were. Yes, so. I was. I actually admit I was getting quite mean to you about my lack of sleep. So um, I moved to a different bedroom first. And of course, like James said, one of the children followed me. And did they early on? Yeah, yeah, they did. I thought I had all the dogs and the kids. You did a couple of nights, but but not those were only on the nights where I was like, I need uninterrupted sleep because I haven't had any. And yes, you definitely had not all the kids, you had the boys and the two dogs. Oh, yeah, well, well, that's not much. (laughs) That's not much. It's a king size bed. Come on. So, and then we decided. I decided to try it again, and I came back into our room, and it, yeah, didn't work. So. That was after I spent all that money on that snoring device. <laughs> oh, <laughs> tell them about the snoring device. I don't know. It's some thing you put over your face, so I looked like Hannibal Lecter, and I still <laughs> snored, so. It was, oh my gosh, we have to get a picture of you yeah. in that thing. Do you still have it? Oh, yeah. And put it on the blog. So I've had my, I've had a few uh, gimmick online horrible buys, but yeah, usually I do it for the right reasons because I knew it bothered you. So I thought, okay, well we'll do this. And yeah, it's a complete waste of money. <laughs> Don't get the Hannibal Lecter face guard, <laughs> and it is not appealing looking either. Was it? Was well, it comfortable? It's only for sleeping. It wasn't for <laughs> foreplay or. Oh my god! Okay, so anyway, um, yeah. So I moved back into our room, and that again didn't last very long. We then had me and you in the bed, and two boys and two dogs, because they just have a hard time sleeping in their room, and so nobody was getting good sleep. Nobody. Well, the boys were sleeping fine. Oh, yeah. Actually, they were sleeping pretty. And the dogs. Yeah. But we definitely were not. So then recently, maybe the last six months, you have now been in the spare bedroom. And one of the boys has followed you. And that's usually Dylan. And then Ryder sticks with me. And then Avery's in her room. And then... Parents come to town or guests come to town and we have to share our bed again. And yeah, I don't know. It just, you snore so loud that I, I like when we have visitors, but I kind of can't wait till they leave so that I get my bed back. I'm totally against visitors. (laughs) Just so you can have your bed. No offense. Yeah. Just so you can have your bed, right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway... The reason why people do the sleep divorce thing is just so that they can get better sleeps. It has absolutely nothing to do with your relationship or that it's going to be, you know, bad for your relationship in any way. Because you can still say, like, meet me at my place, meet me at your place. Like, we can still arrange our dates, right? Yeah. It's a little bit more difficult with... Seven-year-old boys in our bed. It's actually better, too, because 
There's nothing worse than going and laying down with your spouse and then one of them wants to talk about something and you fall asleep. <laughs> it just, it ends badly. I've been there. Uh, I think I've fallen asleep on you too. Yeah. Where you're. But I'm usually talking about sports. So it doesn't really matter because as long as I'm listening, that's all that really matters. But you, it's always a little more intimate or a little bit more in depth. So if I fall asleep, I'm usually doesn't go over very good. It's kind of like, it's kind of like sitting there listening and then saying, gotcha. (laughs) Which you haven't said for a very long time, right? Nope. No. No, he hasn't used I say it a lot when I go to my own room, (laughs) just to get it out. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So did you know that sleep divorce or sleeping in separate quarters is actually, was the norm way back in the day? No, I didn't know that. Yep. So I was doing some research for this episode and it was actually the norm. Um, long time ago, and then in like the 1900s, that's when they started to, based on space, that's when they started to create beds for for bedrooms. And but before that, no people always slept in slept in their separate rooms and separate beds, or even on the floor. Or <laughs> See, we're old souls. We are old souls. And it's probably one of the first ever normal things that we've ever been accused of doing. Most of our stuff is not normal. (laughs) Which is fine. Yeah, which is fine. And would you say that I'm a happier person now or not? Do you think I get better sleep now and I'm not a Yeah, I don't know how much you can attribute. I mean, you definitely like to sleep. Mm -hmm. So you like to sleep, like you said, you like to nap. You like to lay in bed and do all of the things that drive me crazy. Because he can't sit still. Yeah. So just for me, when it's time to go to sleep, then you go to sleep. But anyway, that's, but yeah, I think for sure, I think it's one of the factors. I think you've done a lot of things to, you know, probably relieve some of your stress or handle the day-to-day stresses, but I'm sure that the us sleeping in separate beds is definitely helped. So Mm -hmm. it's helped both of us for Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. If we could somehow get the kids to sleep in their own bed, I don't, I don't know. It'd be weird. (laughs) But we might have to get more dogs. (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) One day we will get the seven-year-olds out of our bed. Oh yeah, there's a day where they won't want to be around us. So yes, it happened with Avery. It's fine. It's just so we should just enjoy we all, this. Yeah, we all go through it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I love my parents. I love my sister. But there's times where I wanted nothing to do with them. It's just yeah. it's just normal. Yeah, yeah, so. for sure. Do you think you're sleeping better now that I'm not kicking you and punching you and yelling? I don't know at if I'm you? sleeping any better, but I don't I don't get as angry when I'm fast asleep. <laughs> Yes. Um, Yeah, you were getting very angry at me. So I just think it's better overall. So I wanted to talk about this topic on my podcast because, like you know, one of my pillars is marriage. And if anybody out there listening is not sleeping good because of their spouse, there are other options and it is okay 
to not sleep in the same bed every night. And it doesn't mean that your marriage is in trouble or that things are not good because I think our relationship has actually gotten better because I'm, I agree because sleep is so important to everybody, not just to me. It is so important for your health. And if it means not sleeping in the same bed for the majority of the night, then why not? Yeah. We don't have any rooms available. We don't have any for rent. They're all used up. So <laughs> yeah. to all our friends out there, we like you to come visit, but you can't stay over. <laughs> no more. You're staying in our trailer. Yeah, we do have the trailer set up. It's quite handy. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, thank you, James, for being here and giving your side of this part of our life. And I appreciate your input and your... Uh, your side of things well thanks for having me and i look forward to uh maybe getting another invite one day one day you will thanks james goodbye bye-bye hey there thank you so much again for being here and listening it means the world to me i know how busy life is and that you could be doing so much with your time and the fact that you chose to spend your time listening to my podcast is so amazing to me and I'm just so grateful so thank you if you like the show again and the content that I'm sharing please be sure and subscribe and leave a written review because when you do that it definitely gets out into the world more and that would mean the world to me you can find me in many areas in the big wide web and I will have links to all of those places in my show notes again I am so grateful for you and I'm always cheering you on and just please remember to always be kind and until next time, stay well.